Money, Riches, and Wealth is sponsored by the Financial Consulate. Say you don't need no diamond rings and I'll be satisfied. Tell me that you want the kind of things the money just can't buy. I don't care too much for money. Money can buy me love. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Time now for Money, Riches, and Wealth. Here's your host, Drew Tignanelli. This is Drew Tignanelli here with Money, Riches, and Wealth. Co-host, Leo Leveza. Leo, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Drew, and thanks for having me back. Must be doing something right. <laughs> You're doing a lot of good <laughs> things, you know, and uh, it's always great to have you with me. Uh, we're on an open show tonight, uh, Leo. That means our listeners, our guests, they get to ask the questions, any questions they want to talk about. Dealing with money, personal finance, we're here to answer it. Whether it's the new Secure 2.0 Act and what all is that all about. As I was talking to Sean this morning, uh, 34 pages of review. Uh, just the review, Leo, of different changes. Or they, maybe they want to talk about, you know, Roth IRAs and conversions. Maybe they want to talk about the stock market, the bond market, whatever's happening there. Maybe they want to talk about estate planning, elder care, college planning, Social Security, Medicare. If it deals with your personal finances, we're here to help you. And remember that the question you ask is probably something somebody else wants to ask and hear the answer to, but they're just not the kind that will call into a radio so be that brave soul, call in and ask your question and help somebody else out with the question that you have. Um, and the phone number is 410-922-6680, 410-922-6680 if you want to call in and ask a question. Leo, I will be headed to the great state of Maryland tomorrow morning. I'll be up there for six or seven days, see children and grandchildren and mom and dad and all you from the consulate for our holiday get-together. We always wait until after the holidays are over to get together. <laughs> we do it a little backwards. It's okay, though. It's okay. It uh, works out well. Yep. You get you get much easier choice of places to get together and so forth, so it works out real well. Uh, but I'm looking forward to being up there in Maryland and uh, spend a couple days with family and friends and and colleagues, but tonight we're here on an open show to answer your questions, 410-922-6680 if you want to call in and ask a question, 410-922-6680. Leo, while we wait for people to call in, because I'm assuming you don't have anybody online We yet. do, actually. You do? We do, yep. We've got Rebecca in Pennsylvania. Our good friend Rebecca, how are you doing? Good and fine. I wanted to give you, like, kudos because the first thing you say to everybody is open your mail. So, <laughs> right? So I yes. opened my mail, and I got a letter from the uh, Pennsylvania Bureau that I hadn't paid my taxes in seven years. <laughs> really? And, yes. And so I took it to my accountant, and um, she said, well, you know, this is a mistake, and I had the proof that you did it because basically there was a certain, a certain tax that, 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 you know, I didn't have to pay because I, wasn't, I was retired, okay? So this is what I'm just saying. So uh, she looked into it. She took care of it to me. Uh, and I was just saying, like, the main thing is, is, like, to not panic when you get a legitimate letter. This first thing, it was a legitimate letter. Take it to your accountant. And, you know, if you've done everything right, things will be okay. And, and part of the advice is what your first thing was, open your mail. No matter how old you are, open your mail, okay? 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, matter of fact, it, you know, that, that's an excellent point. And uh, we get a lot of those uh, situations with clients. They call up and say, the IRS is saying this, the state of Maryland is saying this. And a good many times it's, uh, it's a mistake um, and it can be easily rectified. Uh, so, you know, never panic when you get those kind of yeah. things. But opening the mail, you know, like the guy called in a week or so ago talking about the title insurance fraud. 99% of the time, if you get your mail and you live in the house most of the time, you have virtually no risk of somebody trying to steal your house deed. Um, so if you open your mail, you're not going to worry about that. And we actually just had a uh, situation with a client, and this is a good lesson for everybody out there, right in line with your point about opening the mail. Because we had a client who was supposed to get checks for uh, an account, and the checks never came. And the, and the client, um, you know, didn't realize they didn't come. And uh, um, I, don't, they, I don't mean to interrupt you because I don't know how much time I have left. But the, the thing was, it actually, you know, it was like seven years. So it's, it's not a bad thing to keep seven years of records, is it? Because I don't want to, I think you're going to go on a break. Well, if you're using an accountant, uh, you know, you probably don't need to be keeping seven years of records because the accountant has to keep the records for a lifetime. So, Oh, um, I didn't know that. That's another yeah, good piece we, of information. We have uh, every tax return we've ever done for our client is either in our database or is in a, in a backup portal for the client. So, you know, it's most of our clients don't need to keep anything. A lot of them do just because they want to. So, you know. I, I hear what you're saying, but uh, you're, what you're saying is excellent advice, and that is open the mail. Open the mail. Right. I'm so. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just didn't know what I was had much time left. Okay. Yeah, well, my point that I was going to make uh, is that this client didn't open the mail when they got their statements. They didn't look at them, and actually the checks had been hijacked from someone, oh and that golly. person was writing checks against their uh, account. And because they didn't look at their statement for over two months, when they reported the fraud, the bank is going to restore only 30 days worth of the fraudulent checks because they said the other checks had been cashed more than 60 days before and you should have notified us immediately upon noticing that there were fraudulent checks. So always look at your statements, open your mail. It is an excellent point. Anyway, we got to go, Rebecca. We're going to be back with Barbara in Baltimore. But right now, Leah, we've got to take a pause. This is Drew Tignanelli, and I have a question for you. Is your financial advisor a doctor of personal financial advice? Do you get strategies to reduce taxation, Social Security, Medicare advice, sophisticated retirement planning, investment allocation strategies, estate planning, or help with any issue of money? It is time you do a financial physical with me and my team at the consulate and experience the difference. You hear the depth of knowledge we have about personal finance, so do a financial physical and you'll experience what we believe an advisor should do for you. They should be independent, experienced, credentialed, fee-only, comprehensive fiduciaries. They should be a doctor of personal finance and not salespeople selling you products. Set up an introductory meeting by calling 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or go online, financialphysical.com. That's financialphysical.com. It's time you experience the difference.
Now back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBL. We're back, Money, Riches, and Wealth. We're here on an open show. Co-host Leo Leveza is with me. And if you want to get in and ask a question, Barbara's online. I'm going to go to her in a second or two. If you want to get online, 410-922-6680. 410-922-6680 is the way to call and ask that question. And I just want to reiterate what Rebecca in Littlestown, uh, Pennsylvania said to everyone, open the mail, look at it, you know, reconcile your bank statements, look at your brokerage statements. And uh, if you see unusual activity and so forth, you know, this is the way you do it. Otherwise, if you wait too long, even when you do find it, you may not be able to get resolution from it. So that's why I always tell people, to reconcile their bank accounts, reconcile their credit cards, or look at their investment statements, and uh, you know on a regular basis. Anyway, we're on an open show. Four one zero nine two two six six eighty. Plenty of lines open. Let's go to Barbara. Hello, and thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Uh, when I was in the business, I recommended triple tax-free municipal bonds. Okay. And index annuities to clients who have really weathered all of this, even some fixed annuities, but the index were uh, one of the best ones that seems to have done so well for people because it didn't matter what happened in the market, they didn't lose money. And with the triple tax-free municipal bonds, uh, they didn't have to pay taxes on uh, the gains because they were muni bonds. And they also sure. had access to the money. Uh, was was that good advice? Because it seems they've all done so well over the years. It, was that, that good advice? It depends on the individual, of course, because your your index annuities, first off, um, yes, they never lost any money, but they never made a lot of money either. They made maybe two, three, four percent. And there's nothing wrong with that compared to what the stock market did over that period of time is minuscule, um, even with the decline this year. So the, the beauty stocks, but the, the stocks, uh, we're talking with people that are in their 60s. It was always at least I like understand. 75 to 25 percent investment yep. with most yep. of it being safer. Yeah, well, you know, again, it depends on the client. Every client's different. I also uh-huh. only recommend no, never pay commissions on annuities. You can get plenty of annuities that are commission-free commission, commission free now and uh, not have to deal with the surrender charges. AAA municipal bonds are always a reasonable thing. Um, you know, there have been different times when they've been better than others. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a fine strategy for certain people in certain situations, but it's not for everyone. And it's not for every person that's 60 years old, even 80 years old. So I understand what you're saying. It's, uh, well, it's, uh, it's a great point. And uh, we got to run on to Joseph in Greensboro. That's right. Joseph, how can we help you tonight, sir? Yes, sir. I had a couple of questions about my 401k and removing money out of it at 59 and a half. Okay. I know there's no penalties, but what is the tax in Maryland and federal on that? Is that just an extension of my yearly income? Well, first, uh, you, you know, your plan is the one that determines. So you're, you're saying taking it out of an employer plan, right? That is correct. 
So your plan has to be able to give you the right to do what's called an in-service withdrawal at 59 and a half. The law allows you to do it, but the plan also must have the rule in there that you can. So that's number one. Yeah. And if your plan does, then you can take the money out. Now, if you take the money out, if it's coming out of the pre-tax portion of the 401k plan, okay, or employer plan that you're in, um, it will just be additional ordin uh, pension income, basically, and it'll pay whatever federal tax rate you're in. You're, most people are in the 22% federal rate, and you'll pay 8.5% additional Maryland. So the average person, 30% of what you take is going to go to the Fed in the state. Okay. What what state do you live? You live in Maryland, right? Greensboro. Yes, sir. I live on the eastern shore of Maryland. Okay. Well, then 30% is what you would expect to lose out of anything you take out of that plan. Understood. That's now, the if, average person. And I'm assuming your income is average running a hundred to 250000 You're correct. Okay. Then, then that's what I would expect. All right. I appreciate it. All right, my friend. So in his situation, Leo, if he takes out 30000 he should be ready to pay $10,000 in taxes on it. You know, well, a better question that I didn't get around to asking him, but I don't didn't feel that it was going to be still too personal, would be why do you want to take money out of your 401k? <laughs> Aren't there other options out there? And, uh, you know, because a lot of times I'll have clients call me up and say, you know, some of the craziest things. They'll call, call up and say, you know, hey, I, I, I'm I'm going to pay my mortgage off, and I I, I don't want to go into retirement with the mortgage, so I'm going to take 150 thousand out of my 401k plan. You think that's a good idea? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, you're going to have to take out about 270 thousand to pay all the taxes to net 150. So maybe it's not a great idea. <laughs> um, so anyway, we're here on an open show, Leo, 410-922-6680. If you want to call in and ask a question and lead the conversation, uh, Joe let it great with, uh, you know, he wants to take money out and how much money he pay in taxes. Barbara wanted to talk about equity index annuities and AAA municipals. Rebecca was talking about how she got a tax notice. But what's what's the question on your mind? What's the thing that, you know, we could answer or or discuss with you that would be beneficial to you, 410-922-6680 is the way to call in and ask that question. 410-922-6680 is the way to call in. Uh, Leah, we got a monster tax bill at the end of 2022, thanks to the omnibus bill, which they they sucked into that this bill that's been around for three years. We've heard this for three years, 2019 20 and 21 that they were going to pass this what they called the secure act 2.0 and it was it was an enhancement of secure act one which passed in 2017 that changed all the rules in uh inherited iras for one that you had only 10 years your your non-spouse beneficiaries had to liquidate the account in 10 years uh, by the 10th year, the whole account had to be empty and, you know, a couple other changes in the law from Secure Act 1.0. Now we got 2.0. In this law, we got a lot of funky uh, changes that did, we have to be aware of, okay? So let's go over some of those important ones out there. Um, 
You know, one is that uh, at 60, 61, 62, and 63, there's going to be an additional catch-up contribution. And it starts, I believe that starts in 24 or 25. Which is it? Do you remember? I think it's 25. I, I think it's 25 that. also. Mm-hmm. And uh, But why, you know, <laughs> what what is it that politicians sit around and thinking that, man, you know, if you're 60 to 63, you're really going to have to put in about another $5,000 a year because that's all it's going to be is about a, an additional 5000 into your 401k to be absolutely secure for retirement. That's why we're calling this Secure Point 2.0 because when you're 60, 61, 62, and 63, you're going to be able to put in another $5,000. That's it, Leo. You're secure forever. <laughs> Remember that. You don't even have to plan for retirement, Leo. When you turn 60, 61, 62, and 63, you get to add an extra $5,000 a year. You'll be secure. I'll be counting my chips when I get to that point. (laughs) We're all coming up on that hard break at 629, so we're going to go. We're on an open show, 410-922-6680. Nobody's online. Please call in, 410-922-6680. This is Drew Tignanelli, and I have a question for you. Is your financial advisor a doctor of personal financial advice? Do you get strategies to reduce taxation, Social Security, Medicare advice, sophisticated retirement planning, investment allocation strategies, estate planning, or help with any issue of money? It is time you do a financial physical with me and my team at the consulate and experience the difference. You hear the depth of knowledge we have about personal finance, so do a financial physical and you'll experience what we believe an advisor should do for you. They should be independent, experienced, credentialed, fee-only, comprehensive fiduciaries. They should be a doctor of personal finance and not salespeople selling you products. Set up an introductory meeting by calling 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or go online, financialphysical.com. That's financialphysical.com. It's time you experience the difference. Now back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. We're back, Money, Riches, and Wealth, here with Leo Leveza. We have callers online. We're going to go to them in a second. Uh, but another one of the SECURE Act that I just wanted to talk about, SECURE 2.0. I mean, you know, you, you, can't, you couldn't make this stuff up if you wanted to. But they also increased the required minimum distribution age starting this year is now 73 and not 72 anymore okay so if you were 71 last year you were planning to start your required minimums this year 72 you're going to be 72 Uh, but you just got a reprieve you don't have to do it until next year 70 in 2024 you will have to begin your required minimum distributions um, but obviously, people who were already 72 2022 do have to keep taking their RMDs, okay? Uh, but here's the, the kicker of it is in 2033, who knows why 10 years from now, they're going to go to 75 years of age. So anybody born in 1960 or, or earlier um, will be able to... 
Um, and when I say earlier, I mean like 60, 61, you know, and all that. Younger than six, 1960, they'll all be able to take their first required minimum distribution at 75 years of age. Anyway, let's go to our callers, uh, Robert, on the Eastern Shore. That's right. Robert, you got Drew and Leo. What can we do for you? Hey, good evening, gentlemen. Can yeah. you hear me? Yes, sir. What's up? In my previous job that I just left back in August, I signed um, annuity, a pension, and over the years I've built up an IRA. Okay. Or a couple, a couple IRAs. Okay. Uh, but they're all individual. They're okay. not, I don't have any. I do not have a Roth. Okay. My goal is to, to get a Roth. Now, I believe if I did, if I read this right, if I understood it right, with with those with the pension and the annuity, I don't think I qualify for a Roth IRA at that time. So, did you work in two thousand twenty two? So you can use your 22 earnings all the way up until April 15th to fund a 2022 Roth IRA. Are you married or single? Single. Single. So you have until April 15th if your total income is under, I think it's 130000 Leo, right, for 2022? If mm-hmm. your total adjusted gross income is under 130000 you can put $7,000 into a Roth IRA for 2022, and you have until April 15th to do that. Okay, well, if I wanted to roll one of my individuals into a Roth. Well, that's a different story. That's called a conversion, and I was going to get to that in a second. So you can take any IRA or pre-tax account and convert it into a Roth IRA, and it doesn't matter if you had any earnings or anything. All that matters is that you're willing to pay the income taxes on the conversion. So you could move 20000 100000 however much money you have in those IRAs, you can move any portion of it over to a Roth as long as you're willing to pay the taxes on it. And there's where the rub comes in, Robert. You need to make sure you have competent tax advice before you start doing conversions and understand why you're converting and why it's going to be in your best interest to convert. Okay? And also make sure that you have liquid cash to pay the taxes when you do the conversions. In retirement, are you intending to retire in the state of Maryland? Oh, I got about 10, 15 years left. I'm not sure, but right now I would say no. (laughs) Okay, well, you know, you you might want to think about where you might retire to and decide whether in the future you might want to convert when you move out of Maryland because you get a, you pay a hefty 8% on any converted assets to the state of Maryland. But I don't have any more time to go on discussing this, but it's a great question. If you want uh, anything else, you can always contact us if you feel you need help. Let's go to Sherry in Annapolis. That's right. Sherry, what's on your mind tonight? Hi. I just um, wanted to hear if you agreed that I was able to max out my 401 and max out my IRA, personal IRA. 401ks and IRAs do not uh, cause 
you to not be able to contribute to an IRA. What they do is they determine whether it's deductible or not. So are you single or married? Uh, married, and if it's not deductible, I would put it in a different. Yeah, so you're, you're married. How much do you, and your, do you and your husband make more or less than $200,000? Less. Less. So you and your husband both can do Roth Adjust, IRA. Adjusted, adjusted gross, right? Yeah, adjusted gross yeah. income, total family income. So you and your husband can do seven. Are you over fifty or under fifty? Correct. I'm, right. I'm sixty-six. Okay. So you and your husband can do seven thousand dollars for 2022 into a Roth IRA. You cannot do a traditional deductible IRA. It would be called a non-deductible IRA if you did that. That's why you'd want to go the Roth route. And whether you put money in your 401k or not and maxed it out is irrelevant for the Roth contribution. The only thing that's relevant is did you have earned income of 7000 or more and is your income under two or over 200000 I had income. So you had earned income. Did you yes, work? Earned. Did you and yes, your I husband worked. work? I worked full time, yes. Mm-hmm. And you, did you make more than 14000 Yes. Then you and your husband are eligible to do a Roth IRA. It doesn't matter, if, even if he stayed at home and watched television, because that's the best retirement you could ever have. The TV still works and your wife still works, you know? Um, <laughs> but if, if he stayed home and did nothing and you made $14,000, you can both do a Roth IRA. Okay. That, that's for federal. That's yeah. F- if, yeah. That you can do a Roth IRA, all right? But I cannot do a personal IRA because I don't have an, a Roth, and I have a, a Roth and a traditional IRA are one in the same, except they're different uh, tax features. Tax, one's pre-tax, so one's right. after-tax. I I don't want to. I'm not sure which I'll do, but I I've always you, done the IRA, you, not the Roth. You listen to me. You want. You want to do a Roth IRA. You don't want to do the traditional IRA. You want to start building up tax-free Roth IRA money. It is the best thing you could do for yourself. Okay. Pay it now. Pay the tax. Pay it now, now and, and get it tax-free in the future. Let me tell you something. All these politicians are ever going to do to you is take more and more and more taxes from you. And if you look at the way the tax laws are structured with all these bombs in there, that if you make this much more money or that much more money, you're going to pay that much more in taxes. You want Roth money, and you want as much Roth money as you can accumulate. All right? Okay. So I can – but the the distribution is the same, whether it's a Roth or an IR or a a non – Money I haven't paid taxes on. The distribution is the same. The distribution, depending on what you invested in, is going to be the same. And uh, the difference is the Roth is going to come out 100% tax-free. If you put 7000 in it and it grows to 50000 you get it all 100% tax-free. If you put seven in an IRA, you get a deduction today, and then 50000 comes out taxable in the future. That's not as good a deal as people think it is. Okay. All right? Good question. Excellent question, Sherry. You have a good night, and we got to take another pause. We're going to be right back with our uh, open show. Claude, you're up next. 
410-922-6680 is the way to call in. We have lines open. Claude's the only one online, 410-922-6680. This is Drew Tignanelli, and I have a question for you. Is your financial advisor a doctor of personal financial advice? Do you get strategies to reduce taxation, Social Security, Medicare advice, sophisticated retirement planning, investment allocation strategies, estate planning, or help with any issue of money? It is time you do a financial physical with me and my team at the consulate and experience the difference. You hear the depth of knowledge we have about personal finance, so do a financial physical and you'll experience what we believe an advisor should do for you. They should be independent, experienced, credentialed, fee-only, comprehensive fiduciaries. They should be a doctor of personal finance and not salespeople selling you products. Set up an introductory meeting by calling 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or go online, financialphysical.com. That's financialphysical.com. It's time you experience the difference. back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. I jumped the gun there, Leo, you know? <laughs> if I were if was live there, he'd be screaming at me right now, but he wasn't. So anyway, um, we're back, Money, Riches, and Wealth. Let's roll because we got callers on the line now. Let's go to my friend Claude in Owings Mills. That's right. Claude, what can we do for you tonight? Uh, first of all, I want to thank you guys for helping me out. Not uh, a problem. It worked out fine. Leo was great. I was able to come home and got got everything set up, and it's working fine. That's good. What are they paying you now on that online account? Four percent? Uh, close to it. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand, Claude. Why there are people out there still with their money in brick and mortar banks? It just drives me crazy. I don't either. But I I called because I was I was thinking about adding gold to the um portfolio and i just want to get your thoughts you know i'm not a gold bug um you know people who have talked about gold as a great uh hedge against inflation i don't see any truth to that for example last year the rate of inflation was nine and a half percent i think gold uh if it if it the best it did was break even last year so okay. where's the where's the where's the inflation hedge? Let me let me explain the logic of gold as an inflation hedge and why it doesn't work in a country like the United States. So if I lived in in Venezuela where they destroyed their currency, okay, um, you know the people who had their money in a hard asset like gold could then go and exchange gold for the current market price despite what happened to the Venezuelan currency, okay? okay. Um, it, it, so in the United States, the concept is that if the United States dollar goes down and inflation goes up, that you immediately, because gold is priced in dollars internationally, that the international gold market would automatically reprice in the decline of the dollar. Well, there's some logic to that. The problem is, is that gold is also a critter of supply and demand. If demand is greater than supply, the price of gold will go up. If the supply of gold becomes greater than demand, I don't give a damn what the rate of inflation is. The price of gold is going to go down. 
That's what happened in 1980. The rate of inflation was still relatively significant. But what happened is they'd driven the price of gold up so high that people were pulling gold out of their closets, out of their attics. They were digging in the backyard. They were going gold mining in California again, looking for it because the price had gone up so much. And that's what happens. If the price moves too much, people start pulling it out and the supply goes up and prices go down, despite what the rate of inflation is. Thanks. The greatest inflation asset is always stocks. And the reason that is logical is because those are the companies that are in, inflating the economy, right? If you, if you pay more for goods and services, it's corporations that are charging you more. And if they can pass on the cost of their supplies that they're selling, they have to make more money in an inflationary economy uh, that would keep your asset up with the rate of inflation. So anyway, that's my theory, Claude. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate you. And we got to go to Jim in Queens Anne. That's right. Jim, what can we do for you tonight, sir? Hey, good evening. Good evening. Um, thank you very much, you guys. Um, I have income that I've paid taxes on, and it's sitting in that brick and mortar. Um, <laughs> and uh, I have a Roth set up. Should I just transfer? Uh, I didn't take anything out last year. Take it out and put it in there for this year? Well, did you did you work? You had earned income, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. And your total, you're married or single? Married. And your total income, adjusted gross income, is going to be under 200000 Yes, sir. Then, yeah, you can take 7000 for you and your spouse, assuming you're both over 50 years of age. You can take 7000 out for each of you and put it into a Roth IRA, and I would strongly recommend that you do that every year. Anybody who's qualified for a Roth should be funding their Roth IRA. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying I've already paid the taxes on it for the last year, and it's been sitting in the bank. I, 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 don't have to pay, I don't have to pay the taxes again, do I? No, no. You just you're just going to move seven thousand into a Roth IRA account, and when you do that, it's a hundred percent tax free. Okay, so when I move them, move them, I can move set fourteen thousand out of out of that into into the Roth. Okay. It's a hundred, you know, it's just taking money out of your bank and putting it into your Roth and make sure you invest your Roth wisely. Because remember, a Roth account is not an investment. It's just a tax-free account under the IRS rules. You have to invest it then. If you invest it wisely, everything you make is 100% tax-free. All right, Jim? If we use it as investments are off of our business, do we get any kind of break for that, too? Um, you know, you're saying invested in a business. Yeah, this is off of our real estate business. You cannot invest a Roth IRA in a business that you're participating in. That could be more than logically would be considered a prohibited transaction. So okay. make sure you stay away from. Just put it in regular stocks, bonds, mutual funds, things like that. All right. I got to go to Don on the Eastern Shore, Leo. That's right. Don, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, how you doing, Don? Doing great. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I love listening to your show. We appreciate um, you calling in. I just wanted to get your opinion on a couple of stocks that have been beaten up pretty bad last year. Uh, 
Tesla and Meta. Yeah. Uh, you know, you think it's a good time now to invest some money in either one of their stocks? You know, I, I, uh, I have a hard time making stock predictions, you know, like that. Uh, you know, Tesla is a great company. I'll put it this way. I have yet had a client that bought a Tesla that hasn't called me within three months after they purchased it and said, can I buy stock in this company? You know, uh, that's a testament to the kind of cars they build. So, you know, Elon Musk is a little strange. But, you know, the guy's a genius in, in many ways, and he knows how to make a great car, and he knows how to please people, and there's lots of things he can do to make money off of the people he sells cars to. He, you know, he's kind of like the old Gillette thinking. He's like, let's sell, let's give the razors away for free and then sell the blades to them to replace them on a year-to-year basis. Uh, I think that's what Elon is thinking let's get people into our cars and then we'll figure out how to use the electronics in the car to make a lot of money off people in the long run. Um, so at the current price, I certainly wouldn't be, you know, discouraging clients to buy it, but I have no idea what it's going to do long term because, you know, there, there seems like every day a new electric vehicle company coming up out of the blue. And, uh, you know, if you go back and look at the history of GM and Ford in them, they all peaked before the uh, depression and took them until like 1960 or so to hit a new high again. Um, is that going to happen with the EV vehicles? I don't know, but there's a remote possibility of that. Uh, and Meta, Meta's an interesting company. Uh, they got to get their act together. If they do, you know they have a you know they have billions of people that use their uh their service um you know if they get their act together um you know that could prove to be an incredible buying opportunity on meta but do i know if they're going to get their act together i don't know um they've gone hog wild into into the metaverse um so we'll see what happens there all right Okay, thank you. All right, buddy. Good question, though. Uh, let's go see if Tim got in touch with us again. That's right. Tim, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead, Tim. we got only a little bit of time. That's okay. Quick question. I can max out at work in my 401k. Yep. I have the ability to max out my contributions to my 401k. I also have the ability to contribute to a Roth 401k with my plan at work. Under the law, is there a limit to how much I can contribute? Nope, it's the same 30,000 limit this year as it is for the traditional 401k. So you okay, can do so either so I, I could contribute 30,000 to each? No, no, no. 30,000 total either in traditional and or Roth. It's a it's a max limit between the two. You can do okay. it any combination you want. Okay. And my opinion, most people should be doing Roth. There's exceptions to the rule based on what your income is uh, because of the quirkiness of the income tax law. You might need to be doing traditional, but it's almost impossible to tell you without looking at your tax return. Anyway, we're out of time. Great question, Tim. 30000 that's the limit this year in 401ks, Leo. That's right. I'll make I'm a mental sure. note. Well, that's only for people, old people like me who are over 50. Yours is what, 22500 right? That's right. Yep. Just a yep. little bit lower. 
little lower <laughs> for you youngsters. All right, Leo, great having you with me tonight. I'll look forward to being with you on Saturday night for the holiday party. That's right. It's going to be a blast. This is Drew Tignanelli saying God bless. What I'd like to do is-